0: Level Up Latina partners with working women and mamas alike to guide them in achieving fulfilling career and life goals through financial empowerment, professional or leadership coaching, and personal wellness. Find the unique coaching you
1: need to succeed. You're listening to Vero, Ceci, and Irene, and we are Level Up Latina.
0: Welcome back to another episode of the Level Up Latina podcast. This is episode 192, and today we're going to keep it short and sweet. Our audience loves these where we get right to the point. And our topic is facing rejection after rejection during your job search. This came to us from a lot of conversation in our guilt-free squad with our one-on-one clients and the climate of today. The jobs report is coming out on March 10th and this jobs report has always been hit or miss in the country overall. It's seen some really interesting stuff around jobs, job retention, just even securing jobs. And so rejection has been tough. So we're going to get right into it. A quick hello. ¿Cómo estamos? I just see big faces waving and saying hello.
2: <laughs>
1: Damn. quick hello. Hola. She's like, esas caronas ahí nomás.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they had these big eyes. You both had these big eyes like
1: jobs. We're talking jobs and job loss. <laughs> talk about that. No, but it
0: has been tough. And our conversation can go anywhere. You're going to have us for the next 30 minutes or so. And we're going to talk about rejection in general because it's not just in the job world, but that's where we're seeing it a lot. But how to handle it, how to deal with it. Like, God, rejection is so hard and it slams you down and it happens over and over again and when you think you're doing everything right or you think you got it together or you think like i'm perfect for this job or maybe you get your hopes up for a job and sometimes nowadays it's like two or three interviews you're meeting people on zoom you're meeting the ceo i mean you're i had clients that had to do a whole like homework assignment and budgets and graphs and all this stuff and she was pretty feeling really secure and after four interviews it did not happen so what do y'all think? Where do we start? How do we feel? Doesn't that already make you feel like sad? It does.
2: <laughs> it's, it's it does. Well, question, it yeah. makes me think, it is, it is. It makes me think of like, you know, you're ready, you're prepped. And like, you know, you're like, all right, I'm going to apply to all these, all these um, uh, roles and you go and you do the, you know, you do the, your thing. You, you apply, you get, you get called and then, you go through the interview, and you know, like you were saying, a lot of these interviews now are are via Zoom. Pero te sientes bien. You're like, damn, like I was great, and then you never hear back. So I mean, I'm, you never hear back, like, okay, how did I do? They didn't. And so it, that happens too, like crickets. Nunca te, te avisan ni siquiera. Hey, thank you. We we decided to go another route. So también eso. And then you go through like tangents, like, all right, I'm 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 gonna be applying. I have the energy and then you feel defeated and you're like, Ay, que and you just let it go for a while. And then, so it goes like in waves sometimes que las ganas, y que because of rejection, you're like, I don't feel like going through this again and having rejection. So it's like, it's, it's, it's emotionally draining.
1: I think it just becomes emotional. We get so emotionally involved. I, one part of it is if you don't have a job and you're looking for a job, I think we take it a lot more hard on ourselves. We become more hard on ourselves that we did not get that opportunity that we were just interviewing for, that we felt so good about. The thing is that, and when we have a job and we're looking, at least you can remind yourself, like, I I have a job. I have some security. I just want to leave this place. So it just depends where you stand, how much of an emotional toll it will be on you. And the only thing is that we all want to be accepted. We all want to be, you know, be part of something. And when it comes to the workplace or where you want to work, you're like, hey, this is an ideal place for me. And sometimes it could be the ideal place, but then they come at you with I, you know, the offer, the offer is not what you expect it to be or what want it to be. And you either have to make a decision also to walk away. So it all depends where you're at, I think, at that moment. But hearing the no's are can be de- can be defeated, can be defeating, sorry. And I think that the only thing that can help you really is think about it. Like, this was just great experience. What can I bring on to the next interview? And what can I learn from there? I think in, the, in our conversation prior to, to today that the reason why we brought up this, um, this topic and we wanted to cover it was that we feel that we're alone when we're interviewing. Like, I have to go at it alone. You know, thankfully, we have c- our clients to come to us and they're like, hey, what can you help me with? Can you guide me through this process? What did they ask me this? How do I prepare this question? How do I prepare to answer this question? And I think when you turn to someone for assistance, it's better because it can help you at least know that you're like, well, if I don't get it, at least I can work from there. And what can I improve? Let's say you're not working with anyone. It's good to ask because... It's like when you, ha- when you're, when a, a boyfriend or a girlfriend leaves you and you're like, well, why did they leave me? Why did they say no to me? Or someone says like, Hey, I like you. We vibe. And then they say, well, yeah, we vibe, but I don't like you like that. Like to give you the opportunity to be with me in a sense, right? So it's kind of good to ask, like, where, you know, where did I lack the, you know, where did I lack that this person that you gave the position to had what we, what you guys were looking for? And it's good to ask those questions because it helps you kind of learn and grow and at uh, many times help you realize that it's not personal. But another hard thing that we're going through right now is the fact that so many people quit during the Great Resignation. And I don't know if you saw this article, Cecilia. I Irene, but they're calling it now the great, the Greatest re- re- Regret, <laughs> the Great Regret. You know? <laughs> no, yeah, so the Great time. Resignation turned into the, gr- the Great Regret. Oh, and because people are thinking, well, it wasn't really greener on the other side. People were just ready to leave because of the pandemic, because of the experiences and all that. But companies are still so not ready to give people what they're looking for, in a sense, at the same time. But there's just more people out there. So the market's flooded. So all those getting those no's, just know that before when you applied for a job and it is una or cinco, now you can, there's like 200, 300, 400 applicants oh, for one job. So... Yeah. Think of it that way. That's
0: everything. I think we can pause right there. And the truth of the matter is that one of the first ways to handle rejection is to do your darndest, to do your darndest, to not take it personal, even though, of course, it feels like a personal attack on you because you are the one applying and you want to think, oh, where did I go wrong? I, they don't want me or I'm unworthy. Like our mind can go to these thoughts of rejection is a, is a, is a me thing. And when you think about it more globally, and I talked about this with a client yesterday, and I've talked about this with my husband several times about how women especially go there and we, we attach it to our worthiness when something doesn't land for us. But the truth of the matter is we don't know the inner workings of business. My husband and I hire people all the time on the back end. And sometimes it really comes to, and it comes down to, you know what, let me not hire because I'm actually going to be laying off in six months. Like you just got saved. This company is going under. That's not about you, right? Right. Or there's several candidates several candidates and for whatever reason it's like they're stuck between you and you and they love both the candidates they absolutely love both the candidates you just live slightly further and for whatever reason they're like oh the commute is challenging you know we'll just take that isn't to be taken personal your address though they cannot hold it against you there could be very real random things behind the scenes happening why you're not chosen we don't even want to go there but discrimination is really weird weird in hiring and like you're a mom and it was held against you. Don't take it personal. Don't take it personal because that's not on, that's on them. They are rejecting you for the wrong reasons. And they're like labeling like, oh, she's going to want flexibility or they're going to be busy or they don't even know you. They don't even know you. They're actually not rejecting you on paper, on a resume. It's all these factors that often are outside of you, who you were as a person. You chose to have kids or where you live in a city and you know, it's slightly kind of far. And the fact that that company might be going through some stuff. They decide to eliminate a position. They decide to not hire. They decide to get two part-time people that are cheaper as opposed to one expensive full-timer. Like all these inner workings could be happening. I'm giving you all these examples just so that you can try to put it in perspective when you're feeling that feeling of, oh, like they don't want me. What did I do so wrong? I felt so perfect. I felt so good. It could truly be outside of you. And like Vettel just said, there's so many people applying. There's so many people applying. Like you're good. But then the other 15 were good. I mean, it could really come down to flipping a fucking coin. <laughs> it's crazy. It's I think that there. It's,
1: it's, you know, Ceci just went through an interview process. And there could be key things that you can maybe like that one candidate. But there's a reason why you cannot offer to them, right? We won't go into details about right. that, right, sissy? But, yeah. but it wasn't them. But it wasn't, you know. <laughs> it wasn't it's them, like, yes. Yeah, and it's it's just that the fact that, there's another key thing. Like you, we've all hired before. We've had to add to our teams. Ceci, I love that you're going through this process because this is making you grow like significantly as a leader. You know, it's kind of like, well, who do I go for? And then you kind of go to that little feeling like, who did I? Because at the end of the day, it's like you're going to be working with these people. You know, you're going to be side by side. Who did? Who's? Who did you enjoy? Whose presence did you like? And, and you're like, am I gonna? Do I see myself ha- being around this person for this long of a day? Working with these kind of? This is the kind of job we do. And Can I see myself working with them? I know for when I used to hire at Enterprise, I was like, I'm going to be with these people sometimes six days a week, depending, right? I'm going to be, you know, working maybe 10, 12 hours a day. And I'm going to, I need to know if we can vibe. Is it going to be the kind of place that I can be like, hey, easily be like, you need to get it together. Or is it the kind of person I'm like, it's going to be like walking on eggshells, even though you're the boss, right? Because we've all had that employee or work with that person that you're like, they're just so hard to talk to. They take everything so wrong. So it could come down to that. Like these candidates, you know, the the, the hiring, the recruiters, if you guys hear out in the background, she's saying, yeah, hire me. I'm um. So it, it's just like these recruiters, the like hiring managers, like it comes down to like, well, who did I feel was a little bit more of a connection with? And they might go off on that, which is something so simple. But that's where I want to say, feel comfortable, be you and really bring to the table, like all aspects of you, it, the professional aspects of you, right? Like they, they still, you can still be Veto from Watts in a very professional way, but bring that aspect of you. That's going to make you stand out one. And then two, have people be like, I really like that person. They were so willing to be who they are and they're damn good at what they do. So I think that's one of the things we have to kind of remember when we're putting ourselves out there, too.
2: Yeah, it really is. It's it's just like in this process, for example, it's like I needed to hire someone and um, I one I needed to have someone that I know is going to connect with clients. I want that experience for that person to be able to build rapport with clients from the get-go. Uh, their Spanish, because we have a lot of Spanish-speaking clients, their Spanish skills need to be, you know, superb. They need to, because that's, you know, that's the, that's the clients that we serve. They're, they're uh, monolingual Spanish speakers. And so I really want them to connect with this new person. And so those are the things that I'm thinking about when I'm ready to make an offer. Like, van a conectar con con la gente. Eh, Are they going to have a good experience? Because if they're not going to have the good experience here based on who they are, uh, then this isn't a good fit for them. Yeah, and
0: that's perfectly fine. Like that isn't personal. That's it's what Fedo's saying. Like looking at the factors and like a, an energy, a vibe, a connection, an, a factual thing. Like you needed a skill that just like you happen to have, and it's going to work here. And so our tip of the day is going to be brought to you by one of our previous guests we all love following online, Anna Powell. and she said, you know, rejection is redirection. Like you can get rejected, 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 but will save And I. I want to tell the story so bad right now but because something really cool just happened to me after rejection that became redirection. And I just want to see it through so that I can share that story down the road. But, and it is God or the universe, or whoever you believe in. But oftentimes you get a lot of no's because you're literally like a miracle away from a yes, a really significant dope. Yes. But you needed to get that no first. And it's so freaking corny. And it's so freaking like, when you're listening to this, you're like, shit, I've gotten like 10 nose, bitch. Like, no, I don't want to hear you say that. I want to hear you say that number 12 is going to make the other <laughs> 11 worth it. But I really stand by it. I can just think on so many times in my life where like something didn't land, but it truly was because something was supposed to land. And oftentimes this personality thing is bigger than you realize because I have had clients that land the job and then have terrible work environments, terrible bosses. They're deeply unhappy there and it's like oh i look back on it I'm like i just wish they would have rejected them i just wish it wouldn't have went well because they were going to save them from this terrible work environment so rejection is redirection like maybe you ended up not working in this place where everyone's actually miserable or you felt this beneath that of like i don't know if i like this place i don't know if i'm vibing like that'll say like you feel it but then because you don't want to be rejected because you don't want to not be worthy because you want to like land the job but you may damn well know like Deep down, I kind of hope I don't get it. I have a client that just said that the other day that was like, deep down, I really want a remote job. And why am I still applying for jobs that I have to show up? And I'm like, yes, see, it's Jesus, it's the universe, whatever. Like stop being distracted, trying to get the yes, go redirect to get the real yes. What do you really want? Like whatever you really want, we got to work on because what you don't really want, even though you're almost getting that job, is just a distraction. So rejection is redirection and really get clear on what you want because you may be getting rejected really because something is saving you, saving you from not going down a route. And I strongly believe that. And I feel I have even saved people. Like I've had people that are so great and I'm like, they are so overqualified. We're going to drive them nuts. I can't do this to them. I can't hire them, pay them less. I know they should be making more. They're willing to take this pickup for whatever reason. They're not going to fit here. They're going to be overqualified, underpaid, eventually unhappy. So sometimes managers make these decisions trying to save you from this isn't the right place for you. And I think the best thing the managers need to do is be honest. Cause the tough thing with rejection is the generic ass no. And I really can't tell you why. So if you're listening to this from the boss chair, like be real with people as best you can be sensitive, be empathetic. If you're probably like a stripper at the strip club, having all these dollars thrown at you and you feel like oh, resumes, you. and you have hella resumes being thrown at you one day, it goes away one day, all them dollars, all them resumes being thrown at you. You see the visual of the dollars. I'm doing that with resumes in my hand, but like, be a good manager, a hiring manager, a CEO, whatever you are, a HR person, like give people the real, give them empathy. Like, and maybe you know this, maybe you already know this, maybe you know the art of rejection, but like give them love, tell them everything they did right. Try to keep it real, which it came down to these three people. And, and it was just this one thing. And I see it for you two years removed when you work on this one thing or whatever the hell your reason, but like, Don't just say no and not really give them a real reason and ghost them. Like Sessie said, like rejection is hard enough. So tip of the day, rejection is redirection. And also if you are the one doing the rejecting, try to have some freaking grace, try to have some grace to give it back and be kind and make the time to tell people no and let them down easily. And please use this line. Don't take it personal. It's not a personal decision. It's a business decision. And just to help people kind of pick themselves up and keep going. Maybe don't read too much into the yes or the no, right? Like. Get the yes cautiously, knowing that there's a lot of work to be done and you got to come into a culture and fit and still work. It doesn't stop when you've landed the job. And then take the nose very gently, softly, like th- you're going to collect them. It's just a matter of, of the business of trying to get a job. You are going to collect no's like in any other thing worth doing, uh, unless you went to a market that's just like thriving. Tell me where that is. I'll send my clients there. They're down to move, like where... People are just banging down your door trying to hire you like it's an art. So another thing in terms of rejection is it's also telling you something. Rejection is telling you something. So if you find that you're collection, collecting rejection, we have to go back to the basic tools. We have to go back to that resume. We have to go back to that cover letter. You may need to like humble yourself a little bit because a lot of times people think they got it going on, that they're supposed to be landing that job. They're the best. Their ego is big and they've been in the industry or they read the do- job description. And it's what they do times you know, they're doing 10 times more of that, whatever it may be like, Oh, no, maybe not. Maybe you're not quite ready. And so you're being saved because you're not quite ready from a skills perspective. And that's, again, something not to be taken personal. We can work on the skills. We can work on the skills. You can get mentors. You can volunteer. You can have a life coach. You can work with folks. You can listen to podcasts like ours or many, many specialized podcasts on different things. And while you're in the state of feeling constant rejection, don't stop learning. Don't stop networking. Don't stop doing things to land the job. So I had a really, really thorough call with a client recently. And I talked about all the different ways that we need to use that time, that time that we're not landing the job to a rest and relax and enjoy the pause. Right? So there's, it's not go, 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 grind, 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 angst, angst, angst. The other part of it is, you know, part of your day dedicated to the interview process or the application process right dedicated to that dedicating to following up dedicating to put yourself out there dedicated to talking to other friends maybe in the job search like do effective things during that letdown phase because it just keeps you with momentum i think rejection is like a momentum thing like don't let up like you want to like veg out you're like oh forget it and pasa un mes te vas de vacaciones you gain some weight you're netflixing and chilling like no 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 let's let's I said redirection earlier, let's, let's stay on the path of trying to get that job. So some of the key things you can do to feel empowered and not disempowered after you've been rejected is who's your space? Who are you talking to? We have the guilt-free squad at LUL. And so the girls go to each other a lot, a lot when they're feeling rejected, when they're feeling down, when they're feeling wins, when they're feeling defeated, when they're feeling excited, when they're brainstorming business ideas and side hustle names. And I mean, I can go on and on and on. And so with my clients, I always remind them like, you got the guilt-free squad, you can use them in the next swallowing way xyz and for everybody gets different it's like maybe some advice you know because you're thinking of changing jobs or maybe tell them about you and sell yourself and share your resume because you never know who can hire you through that network so use what you got during that rejection time like use what you got and if you're looking around like oh i don't really have a network or oh i don't really know who to show my resume to like uh that's a big cue like During that time of looking for a job, you need to have everything. You need to have people that can help with the cover letter and the resume. You need to have contacts in the industry that you can talk about. You need to be going to networking events. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It sucks. Like like, I want to hear that. I want to hear that. I got to keep working while I'm trying to work. Yes, you do. Because I believe that you find jobs in the most unexpected ways sometimes. And it sucks. But it is who you know. It is who vouches for you. It is someone remembering, like, I met so-and-so, and so-and-so's in this industry, and she's looking for somebody. So during the rejection phase, échale unas pinches ganas and stay out there. Like, stay connected and talking to people just to feed your momentum so that you can stay in a place of hopefully landing the job sooner rather than later.
1: And it gets hard to seguir lechando ganas. The no's are hard. I mean, it's more in the loss, more in it. Okay, how do we pick ourselves back up? ¿Qué vamos hacer? And Irene just said key things. Like, your support system is going to be, you know, major, major. Who you know. Like, there's the, the people you know, the people you know you don't know, and then the people you don't know you don't know at all. And that's yep. why I'm like, you know, we were talking about also reach out to previous coworkers. reach out to previous, you know, managers or leaders They're like, Hey, I happen to be out in the market. You know, this is what my skill, you know, I, you know, this is what I'm good at, or this is kind of what I'm looking for. If you hear anything, or do you know anyone that might be able to put my skills to use? Please feel free. Can you, do you mind referring me or, or, or connecting me? Because a little introduction always helps. You don't have to know the person directly, but if someone can just connect you and that's what we do, that's what we do here. We uh, allow that space for that. So I'm glad that Irene said some awesome tips right now. But just make sure that you aren't afraid to reach out. The rejection is gonna be hard. And it's gonna take days. Mourn it. Feel it. But then just be like, okay, what do I need to do to get myself back up? And that support system is gonna be key. And then being willing to put in the work because, yeah, you're you know the broken nose from the door in the face might hurt. But it starts healing itself, right? Poco a poquito, poco a poquito. And that's what you got to do. Even if it's one little step forward, two back, it's still, you know, like you're, you're going to find a way. You know, invita
2: tu amiga, invita, you know, that one person or former colleague that you knew, like, invita a long You don't know, you know, if, if anything's going to sh- show up, right? So go out there, reconnect, network.
0: All right. So those are really great tips. You heard it from us, short and sweet. We know it's hard and we hope that you feel our support, our empathy and also some real world examples on what to do during this hard time and vent. Send us an email, an angry email. When you're feeling rejected, we'll take it. We'll take the heat. We'll we'll take the feelings and, and we'll be there for you because we know that In these times, it's like, well, who do I turn to when I'm also really pissed? I'm first-gen. You know, my parents never had a job that was an office job or used a degree to land a job. Like, they just talked to so-and-so or they got a little sticky at the lavanderia that said, call me and, and build my fence. Like, times have a change, baby. So, we know. We know firsthand that also trying to break through in an industry and folks that don't look like you. That's a whole nother show that we'll get to. But When you are feeling like I'm the only Latina applying for this job in this group pool at the group interview, all those things are very real and can add to the layers and complexity of feeling rejected. But I want you all to know, I want you all to know from the depths of our hearts, like rejection, sadly, is a part of any good process. Like dating any great man, like you likely went through some duds that ghosted you and sucked and you got a lot of no's. Uh, buying a great house, you ended up getting rejected by a lot of houses that weren't meant to be yours, and then you land in the perfectly beautiful house as the way it's meant to be. Um, that great body, that great body is a lot of not wanting to show up at the gym. <laughs> it's a lot of breaking that diet. It's a lot of eating that cheeseburger and like, why do I keep doing this to myself? And then one day you decide. No more rejecting good habits and I'm going to get in shape. So there's so many things in life. If you put it in perspective are a path of rejection and a path of no's until you get to the path of yes. So remember the tip of the day. Rejection is just redirection. And remember that you can always find us online for more of this. Our handle is at level La Up Latina on both Instagram and Facebook. You can find us on Twitter at, at Latina underscore up. You can email us always admin at level is our email. We would love to hear from you. We would love to chat. Further about this topic, but until then, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Las queremos un chingo, 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 and Maura, baby girl, whatever your little brother is doing to you, your big brother is doing to you, me lo chingas, okay? Because
1: it's not fair. Ya No, y se calmó Maura. <laughs> oh man, there uh, are trips.
0: Las queremos mucho, queremos mucho. We hope you get the yes. Thank you. I very, very soon. Well done.